0: Oh, so, worries. do you accept the claims of Mormonism, uh, like all of them? For example, do you accept the, uh, not just the claims, but do you accept the their their version of history? So, do you believe that Joseph Smith was a good guy who was treated poorly uh, and all well, of I that mean, stuff, or
1: well-known con man?
0: Okay, all right. So, you're you're not a hundred percent. On the boat with Mormonism,
1: well, not a hundred percent, but like Joseph Smith, I'm all cool with. That's not an issue I struggle with. Okay. It's more like the Native American, like the, the 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 numbers of like the Jews in early Native America is weird, and then some of their modern day claims are a little interesting that I don't. Like what? Really Do you have with.
0: an example of some of the interesting claims?
1: Uh, well, like just some of the claims, like you know, stances on like, sect like homosexuality, for example. Not on board with that.
0: (laughs) Right. Okay. So there are some things with which you disagree, but. uh, All right. Hang on. Let me think about how to word this question, this next question. No
1: worries. Take your
0: time. There are some things with which you disagree, but Mormons generally are a really unified group of people. How do the Mormons that you deal with on a daily basis? take the fact that you don't completely uh, unify with them
1: um let's see it's an interesting question I mean you do I, talk to
0: Mormons uh right I mean do you go to a I, chapel and, and things or
1: i I do go to yeah I do go okay. to ward meetings and such uh but don't really talk to them outside of like business and uh
0: so they don't they don't really know your position on it then.
1: No, yeah, I'm not good with the Mormon like social community.
0: Okay. Don't how do you, you think they would how do you think they'd feel or react if they knew how you felt about these things?
1: <laughs> I think they'd give you your standard missionary answer of like, well just uh pray and you know, you'll come to understand that, you know, what's true.
0: Interesting. That's
1: what I'd assume.
0: Well, I, I know that they're not as big into shunning as some other groups, but I think that they do some kind of preemptive uh, backing away, quote-unquote. Like, for example, you're not really in the Mormon community right now. I would imagine, no. and correct me if I'm wrong here, but it seems to me like that may be because you're not, quote-unquote, as spiritually strong as them yet. Does that, does that sound right, or am I off?
1: Nah, I think you're off a little there. What do you think uh, the
0: reason is for
1: it? I think it's poof. Um I'm not as Hmm. I'm not sure what it is. Those guys just don't seem to connect well with me like cuz I go to social events with them, but never even never really able to talk to them.
0: And you said that Joseph Smith was a con man generally is how you kind of feel about it, right?
1: Well, I mean, he had. There's a couple versions, I suppose, of that information. Okay. Uh.
0: So, but, all right. So, not everything that he did was kind of con many quote unquote, but some things he did were kind of questionable. Is that fair to say?
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure.
0: Okay. Uh, Do you have an example of something that's kind of questionable that he did?
1: Okay. Um. So I know. <laughs> I know there's a lot. But I know, like, referring specifically to, like, the con man stuff, I know he used the seer stones to, like, he would say that he could sense treasure, and he could find treasure on your land, and people would pay him to, like, show you where his treasure is, uh, or or the treasure yeah. was, and then, like, the treasure would be cursed or something, so every time he dug down to try to go get the treasure, it would go down deeper.
0: Right, and he kept the money after. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think that it's reasonable to trust that he wrote this book? Or I'm sorry. Trust that he could he found these tablets and translated this book with this rock that he used in his um his you know his treasure hunting days.
1: Yeah. Well, I think it's reasonable. Okay, which, why, I mean,
0: why 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 <gasps> is, is that?
1: Uh, I think it's that if Joseph Smith Uh, really did, you know, experience the things he says he did. I think that this hypothetical god would be capable of forgiving a con man. And I know, at least in Mormon's history, it took Joseph Smith a lot to be able to get uh, properly working, like, plates. And to even, like, be able to attain the plates took him, like, a year of, like, trying to do shiz.
0: Okay, and where did you hear about all of that? Where did you learn about it?
1: Ooh, I can do an ad. Well, the Mormon Church just came out with a really cool history book recently that everyone was asked to read, called "The Saints' uh, uh, History," something like that.
0: Okay, so let's. All right, so you you have acknowledged that Joseph Smith is has had a questionable past. For sure. And you have seen that the Mormon church has kind of overwritten that questionable past, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: do they? Yeah, they do. They overwrite that questionable past. They whitewash it. Yes. Do you not see them doing that?
1: I see kind of the opposite. Really? Uh, How so? Like, what
0: have you seen in their books and things that has given you the impression that they don't whitewash it?
1: Not in their books, but in like, like Mormons do Institute, right? Which is like extra classes and junk. And so when you go to those, they talk to you all about that. Like we were talking about last time, we were talking about the massacre, Mm. the hill metal metal massacre that Mormons committed. What
0: is that exactly? Can you give me a little more information? I don't know of it. I don't think.
1: Oh, no way. Okay. It was like these pioneers were traveling West back in the old days Mm. and they ran through a Mormon town. And the prophets recently had been telling people to save up their grain.
0: Right. I remember that.
1: Yeah. Go on, though.
0: Go on. Continue.
1: Okay. These pioneers really needed grain. So they asked if they could have some of the grain. And Mm -hmm. the Mormons refused. So the pioneers decided to move on and were very upset about it. And the Mormons decided they didn't want the pioneers bad-talking people. They're Their kind. So it was this one dude who hired native um hmm oof this was a while ago this one dude hired local native americans along with himself and went and tried to do a first attack on the pioneers the pioneers fought back uh somebody figured out it was one of the mormons who started the attack and then at that point the mormons decided we need to kill everyone so then they went and killed that whole like pioneer train interesting
0: That's really interesting. Yeah, I actually, I did know that story. I just, I didn't know the name of it, but that's really crazy. Okay, so uh, let's say that they are not whitewashing their history, hypothetically. How do you square Joseph Smith's and the Mormon history generally with the things that happened or the claims that they made at that time? Like Joseph Smith apparently had a long history of not being very trustworthy, Mm -hmm. and then he came up with a new claim about these plates and things. How can we trust that this claim about the plates is true when we know he has a long history of, of other claims that aren't true?
1: Well, I think it's a couple things. I think, first off, You got this idea that anyone, (laughs) sounds dumb, but anyone through, like, God and stuff is capable of change. Uh, But to trust this man alone, I think, is very hard. But that's why we have an entire religion around it. And supposedly there were other witnesses to the plates. You had those three witnesses who, you know, Mm. physically saw the plates. Okay,
0: so I'm going to see if I can summarize a little bit here. You said that it's, there's a whole religion built around it. Yes. Can I take that to mean that you just kind of have to take it on faith?
1: <laughs> I suppose you probably could.
0: Is that what it comes down to for you, or, or are you using evidence too?
1: I think the majority of it is faith.
0: Okay. In that case, how can I tell which is more trustworthy? Your faith in Mormonism or my previous faith in Jehovah's Witnesses? How can I tell if it's more solid to believe in Islam or Mormonism? How can I determine? How can we figure out which one is more correct and get there?
1: If I'm being honest with you, I don't think there's a way to tell.
0: Okay, so you're saying that there's no good, solid reason to pick between Islam or Mormonism. Is that right?
1: I, yeah. I mean, a lot of it, most religions are just taken on faith alone, right? So what's one faith compared to another?
0: So why did you pick this one instead of Islam? Why is it that you continue to dig into this and latch onto it and believe it when you know that it's very, very possible that maybe it's not true?
1: I think a lot of it is that classic uh fit into my life. It's what I needed at the time. So I dug into it then. And then a lot of it's also that it continues to help me grow as a person in a lot of areas. Uh, so it's useful. I've so, yeah, right now I've only seen positive effects, but I have no ties to the Mormon church okay. besides, like, one or two people. And I can easily cut all ties if I feel it becomes a negative effect, which is something I keep okay. just in case. Okay,
0: okay, Yeah, I see what you're saying. So it's useful to you. It's been useful to you in your life, and that's, that's why you've kind of clung I to it. A
2: feeling, to know. I have a feeling that they were there for her. Like a tough time in our life, so mm. I've been very open. Yeah,
1: they were, they were most definitely.
0: Have you ever seen any possible negative effects from Mormonism on anybody before?
1: <laughs> I talk to people on this server.
0: Sure. Uh, what have you heard about it?
1: I've heard of parents who become very distant or very aggressive towards their children. I've heard uh, just development of hating oneself okay through like yeah
0: and you don't like do you worry about any of that stuff
1: i do i yeah for sure but i take it as like religion of almost any sort it's kind of this is a weird example that i use for mm. some people sometimes is like almost like a gun to where it can be useful and you can need it and you, you can use it well but then you can also turn around and shoot someone or shoot yourself.
0: Yeah, you've seen how this has negatively affected a lot of people. Um, yes, yeah. And it seems sure. to be it. It seems to have been useful to you in your life, and uh, you know, I'm glad for that. I did learn some useful things from Jehovah's Witnesses too, um, like public speaking. Learned that from them and stuff like that. But do mm-hmm. you ever worry that maybe? That gun might turn around on you inadvertently at any point and if it doesn't turn around on you if if you keep it at arm's length And and don't invest yourself fully in the religion then what's the point in being in it in the first place?
1: Hmm I've tried to fully invest myself in this religion That's <laughs> why I left the server for a bit mm. um it's not something that seems to fit, but uh, I, I don't know. It's something to think about, I suppose. Tato's
2: mm. uh, taken like religious classes at college, too. So it's right. obviously something that like really interests her, and like getting involved in the church is probably like a really easy way to like learn all that stuff.
0: Sure. Okay, so do you feel like? So you're saying that you tried to invest yourself in it fully, and and it just didn't really take?
1: No, for sure not.
0: How long did you try to invest yourself in it?
1: It was a good two, three months, or I was full. Like, wouldn't touch uh, a lot of stuff. I cut a lot of stuff out of my life. Um... I like went to every event I could that the Mormon church was doing and they like to do events. Uh yeah. Praying all the time. Yeah. Constantly. I like knocked out the Book of Mormon like in a month, man. Hmm.
0: It's a really long book.
1: It's yeah. Yeah, it's like five hundred pages or something. It's crazy.
0: If I'm understanding you correctly, you're saying that it was it was useful at one point in your life. You don't completely Buy into everything that they say about it, you don't completely buy it you're keeping it at arm 's length generally, and you know that mm-hmm. it's harmful in a lot of ways right
1: yeah, that's a fair assessment
0: mm. then why are you why do you still call yourself a mormon in that case
1: i I believe in a lot of what they teach I do believe in a lot of the doctrine
0: okay, so then you, you believe the things up. that you may find in say the Book of Mormon, for example mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah that brings me back to one question. Um, how can we tell that God was involved in the writing of the Book of Mormon and not just Joseph Smith making things up? If it's fully faith-based and uh, you know, we just we don't really have any solid, good, hard evidence for it. We just have you know people's words here or there, witnesses who were his, close friends, or his followers at least, and Mm -hmm. all of this other stuff. I mean, it's evidence, but it's flimsy at best.
1: Yeah. So ultimately,
0: it does come down to faith. So how can we trust that? I mean, faith and evidence are mutually exclusive. You don't need faith if you have evidence. You don't have evidence if you need faith. So what is it uh, about this religion that makes you believe it with zero evidence behind it? I mean, if there was no evidence, you'd still believe it, presumably. Is that is that fair to say?
1: I would probably have to admit that I would.
0: Why? Why is that?
1: It's Maybe it's something I want. I don't really know. Hmm. It's something to think on.
0: Was Muhammad a real prophet who actually really got that word from God?
1: Hmm. because it it was a
0: really similar story it's like 700 years after jesus he wrote the book exactly the same way as joseph smith come to think of it like he recited the whole thing just outright to somebody basically Mm and minus the the hat and stuff the
2: point i'm trying to make is is that if there's somebody else that's able to create a false gospel that other people are convinced is true then isn't it also possible that joseph smith was a creative and intelligent enough trickster to be able to create something like uh the book of mormon Mm
1: -hmm. i suppose so um i suppose so
0: when i talk to people about this stuff usually I take each piece of evidence that they have and I deconstruct it and I ask them if that didn't, if that wasn't a factor in it, if, Mm -hmm. you know, you couldn't prove that this thing or that thing happened. Like if the, if we found out tomorrow that the witnesses that actually looked at the plates with their own eyes or whatever, if we found out tomorrow that it was BS, would you still believe it? That's what I do. And people usually say, yeah, I would still believe it. And ultimately what it all boils down to every single time is faith. You either believe it or you don't believe it. And there evidence is completely irrelevant, honestly, with religious belief. You don't I mean nobody needs evidence. They just believe it because they believe it. And yeah. that that is what it comes down to with you, right?
1: Uh yeah. That's why it's called faith.
0: Do you find faith virtuous? Do you think it's a virtuous thing to believe something without evidence?
1: <sighs> I don't know if it's virtuous. Uh
0: Hmm. Because you said it just now, as though you felt like you said, that's why it's called faith. Why is it called well, faith?
1: It's called faith because it's. I mean, it's what you said. It's taking something on basically no evidence.
0: Okay. Besides, uh, well, like emotion. I would venture to say it's taking something on no evidence. Now, that's not to say that Mormonism doesn't have evidence. There is evidence for it. it, it I don't believe it's good evidence, but it exists. Mm-hmm. But the evidence doesn't matter, ultimately. If you have faith, you don't need the evidence, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's true. So
0: I would say taking something on faith is believing something without evidence. So why do you think it would be reasonable for me to believe that the world is run by lizard people?
1: (laughs) I think it would be unreasonable for you to believe that.
0: Do you think it'd be reasonable for me to believe that the earth was flat? There is evidence for it. It's not (laughs) good evidence, but it's there.
1: That's, yeah, that's true. I have to take
0: it on faith mostly, right? Why is my faith in the idea that lizard people run the world worth less or less reasonable than your faith that Joseph Smith wrote the Book of Mormon. Hmm. Is it worth less, or are they worth the same? What is it?
1: I don't want to be rude, but I think one's less outlandish, but that's just Okay, me. no, um, that's not...
0: Obviously, I don't think the world's run by lizard people. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just giving examples of, of yeah. claims that have no evidence that you have to take on faith.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure.
0: Why is it less outlandish to think that that joseph smith wrote the book of mormon instead of believing that muhammad got inspiration from god to write the quran why why is yours less outlandish
1: oh i didn't say mine was less outlandish than that they're both within i don't know uh it's gonna say the realm of possibility but i guess like, they'd have to be exclusive okay from one another <laughs>
0: um how can we tell? I mean, they're they're mutually exclusive. We can't have Islam be correct and Mormonism be correct. How do I know which is correct? How do I... I want to get to the truth here. So how do I right. figure out if Joseph Smith really did write the books or if Muhammad actually wrote the books? How do Gee, I know I which can... one is correct?
1: I don't... I don't know if I should give you my good old like missionary answer or the real answer here.
0: Give me your uh, missionary answer, and then we'll get the real answer.
1: Fair enough, fair enough. Okay, missionary answer is it's something you need to try reading the Book of Mormon, and you need to try understanding its words, and you need to try praying about it and see how that makes you feel.
0: Okay. It's
1: your standard missionary answer. Okay,
0: and all right, interesting. And what about your answer?
1: My answer would be... I don't know if there's a way to tell. I think if you want to try to find faith in something and find that like quote unquote testimony and that like burning in the bosom they're always talking about, I think mm-hmm. you'll find that wherever you look, if you want it hard enough.
0: So about, about praying, do you mm-hmm. think that prayer is a good way to come to truth about things like actual facts about things?
1: I think it is. Yeah.
0: Okay. So is it possible for me to pray and come up with an answer for where my car keys were left last, for example?
1: I think so. I think if you sit, because prayer is like what? It's sitting down, it's thinking, it's reflecting. So if you have this idea that you want to try to find your car keys and you're Mm -hmm. praying, I think you're going to be able to more easily recall where you left them okay. or just get that hint. Interesting. Even if it's just like subconscious.
0: Do you think that we can get, we can gain knowledge that we had no access to before through divine intervention by praying? So uh, we didn't know that it was going to rain tomorrow. We hadn't seen a weather report. Nobody knew. God told me through prayer that it was going to and that was correct something like that do you think that's possible
1: i think that is possible
0: okay what about uh god telling you where a murder victim is buried do you think that's
1: possible oof um pose you know what there was a very interesting talk about (laughs) about uh revelation there was something about uh one of the prophets gave it about revelation and it's that people when they pray they can't foresee what's best for other people or where they're heading and i don't know if that plays into that same thing no, so
0: you're I'm saying, saying like that. they they can kind of only get revelation for themselves yeah and where did that idea come from? Was that from one of the holy books?
1: Uh, I think that was I think that's from one of the prophets. it's 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 like the defining feature between like prophets and members.
2: Uh, Tato, you said two things that seem to kind of contradict with one. on yeah. one hand, you said that if that you're feeling the positives from a religion, and mm-hmm. that if you started to feel the negatives, then you could break away. And yeah. then later you said that even if you were, even if it was all proven wrong, or or even if there was evidence that showed that Joseph Smith like wrote the Book of Mormon, that you would still have faith. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of see those as conflicting with one another. Because like you could feel the negatives from the religion and you could stay with it on faith.
1: Yeah. I don't I don't see the con I don't see the conflict there. And I don't know if that's
2: So like are, how do all. you know that you're gonna be willing to break away when the time is right if you're willing to throw Facts and inconsistencies under the rug on the basis of faith.
1: I think when it comes to religion, I value my emotions over the facts. My religion can have as little evidence or no evidence, but if it's, I think it's more tied to emotion.
0: And do you think that's, do you find that virtuous? Do you think that that's a wise decision to? Um, to emotionally invest yourself in something, in anything at all, not just religion, in anything, and just go based off of emotion? For example, if you had a boyfriend or a girlfriend or something and this person was clearly cheating, do you Mm -hmm. think it would be a wise decision to go with your emotions, your gut, and say, I don't think they're cheating because I don't want that to be the case? Is that a wise hmm. decision? Is that a, a good way to do things?
1: I suppose it wouldn't be a good way to do things.
0: Can you think of a situation in which it may be uh, a good idea to use, to let your emotions be your guide?
1: Um, I think there's Instead
0: a- of logic or facts or evidence. I
1: think there's a lot of room for emotions to be our guide in life.
0: There's a lot of room for emotions, but there is do you know of a situation in which it's better to use emotions instead of logic or facts in in addition Mm. to sure but instead of
1: i'm not sure i'd have to think on that one too Hmm. golly man giving me a lot to think on tonight
0: potato are you there can you hear me yeah i'm here i had a couple of questions for you you interested in chit-chatting for a minute
1: uh sure if you want to
0: okay uh obviously we're running uh low on time so i'm probably going to miss some guests i'm sorry guys i'm not going to be able to get all three of you but uh yeah i figured i'd talk to you just for a couple of minutes because from what i understand you are an uh current active mormon is that right
1: that is correct
0: but you find yourself on a discord server that is anti-extremism anti-cult and i've gone against mormons a a number of times right oh Um, yeah for sure how did you find yourself here what was like the process of coming here and and why did you stay if you're mormon
1: Oh, so i joined the server as an atheist uh back when it was first created for a bit i wasn't super active but I was a I was a fan. Uh, I suppose I got it in my head to start meeting with missionaries, and I converted while I was in the server. And I left the server for a couple months because of what uh, what religion I was joining and what mindset I was being like put into. And at some point, you made a video on Mormons and. I wanted to come back and say something about, like, something you said in one of the videos. So I came back into the server, and <laughs> I've been here ever since.
0: So let me ask you then, uh, what would you consider your best evidence for Mormonism? Like, what is the thing that makes you believe it?
1: It all, it all goes back to, you know, the faith and emotions that you feel. You're looking for, like, Solid evidence. Right. I don't think many religions.
0: So it, it you're saying it all kind of comes down to faith. Is that fair to say?
1: I'd say that's fair, yeah.
0: Okay. If there was no evidence at all for Mormonism, zero. Now I'm not saying that there isn't any, because there is evidence. I'm you know, whether it's good evidence or bad evidence that can be talked about, but if there was zero evidence would you still believe it anyways?
1: The thing is, I suppose, that on my life in particular, Mormonism doesn't have any negative effects. Mm. So even if there is no evidence, I feel comfortable in this faith enough to stay.
0: Okay. We're, so, we're going to say that just for the sake of argument that there's no evidence for Mormonism, but you're, you want to stay anyways, because it's been useful to you in your life, right?
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: Okay, let me ask you this then. Um, If it all comes down to faith,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: how can I tell the difference between the faith of you as a Mormon and you, and, and in, and a muslim. I I know I've asked you this before. I did ask you the other day, but just refresh my memory on it. Did you um did you have any kind of reasons to believe this one over any other religion that's faith-based or was it just like how did you come to the determination that this was the true one and not Islam for example?
1: I it's what came into my life and mm. I took it and I found myself agreeing with some of the doctrine and finding these, these you know, feelings that, you know, like testimonies and stuff seemed to make sense to me. But as for comparing it to another religion, I have never attempted to do so. But <sighs> I think I said something to you last, or last time we talked yeah. about how it all comes down to that, like, burning in the bosom kind of thing.
0: Sure, or so like, it, it's kind of like um, you just feel like it's true? Is that is that what, yeah. it, what you're getting at? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I would push back a little bit on that and say people who believe in the flat earth have that same burning and that same idea. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think that it's a good idea to believe in things based on that knowing that flat earthers use that to believe what they believe please tell me you're not a flat earther are you a flat earther
1: (laughs) i am not a flat earther all
0: right okay we're good do you feel like it's uh do you feel like it's a good way to come to the truth of a matter uh knowing that it's used that way by those types of people
1: i would have to say no Mm. I don't all right. Let me ask
0: you this uh, on another note I actually have the bite model pulled up here and I'm sure you've probably seen my bite model analysis on Mormons, right?
1: For sure for sure.
0: Okay. Now, I don't know how much you agree with these so I'm gonna name a couple of them you tell me how Extreme you think they are in these areas. Okay. For example, okay. do you think that Mormonism deprives you of seven to nine hours of sleep?
1: I'd say no.
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't think so either. I don't think that's really the thing that they do. What about, um, let's see, do they control your clothing and hairstyle?
1: Uh, I guess they do have the temple garments, religious wear okay i don't think mm.
0: what about just like in everyday life are are there restrictions on what you can wear
1: like nothing in doctrine
0: Mm. but i assume it's kind of like um they want you to be modest and stuff like that like don't wear like super low-cut stuff is that the kind of thing
1: for sure for sure okay
0: other than that they're okay with like jeans and stuff is that right
1: from what i've seen yeah
0: okay Uh, What about, let's see, do they regulate what and how much you eat and drink?
1: Well, (laughs) (laughs) we've uh, got the infamous, you know, coffee and tea.
0: Yeah, think coffee and alcohol and things like that.
1: We also, I think there's something about eating your veggies, go light on meat. Right. Nobody really follows those.
0: Right, interesting. Uh, Eat your veggies and go light on meat. Is that like in one of the holy books? Or was that it one, said by a prophet, uh, or do you know?
1: I should know. It's mm. somewhere by one of the prophets. Or it is like it is
0: doctrine, though, basically, right? It is doctrine. Okay, interesting. What do you do? You cool. think that they exploit people financially?
1: <laughs> they do have the ten percent tithing. Mm.
0: Would um, you consider that uh, in this case? Would you consider it exploitative uh, to some extent? F- hmm.
1: To Well, it's not like they're... hmm. It's optional in the sense that they're not going to... Well, I guess they take away your Temple Recommend.
0: Yeah, I guess you can't really be a full member unless you... I mean, you can't take part in all of the things that full members get to do unless that's paid up, right?
1: That is true, yes.
0: Okay. So we'll give them kind of a lower score on the exploitative part because it seems like they do... on some level right like jehovah's witnesses you can still be a member of jehovah's witnesses and not pay a dime your entire life they obviously try to extract as much out of you as they can but mormonism it's a set amount and a set time frame kind of thing right
1: yeah okay uh
0: what about let's see i'm just kind of glancing through the bite model here um, do they instill black and white, us versus them, or good versus evil thinking in any way? Do you, can you think of any examples of that?
1: See, that's where I'd say no, but I've mm. heard ex-Mormons say yes, so I don't know if that's my own mm. bias coming through. Do
0: you do you remember, like, anything, any examples that they may have given of that?
1: I've never heard any sentiment from my local, like, ward about, like separating if anything i've heard more of a everyone's trying for the i guess i guess okay so what i got is like an everybody's trying for the truth we've got it but they're all trying and we respect that
0: okay interesting what about let's see do they ever label certain emotions as evil worldly sinful or wrong
1: yeah i'd say so
0: Okay. What about teaching emotion-stopping techniques to prevent anger or homesickness? Like, for example, when you're on a mission, you know, do they ever teach people how to deal with homesickness since they're going to be away for like two years from everybody that they know?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For sure. They do that.
0: Mm. What about, let's see. Do they ever shower you with praise and attention for doing this thing or that thing like if you decide you're going to go on a mission or if you get back from a mission do you ever see anybody getting showered with praise and attention for doing something that they view as right in the in terms of the religion
1: yes but i think most of it comes from a sincere place Mm.
0: um these things on this list here the when people go through these things and actually use these, these things against other people, I, I, I hate to word it like that, but when these things are done by others, mm-hmm. uh, when a system of rewards and punishments is set up and things like that, like, for example, disfellowshipping, excommunication, and things like that, um, which Mormonism does have, I don't remember the hierarchy now, but it is a system of rewards and punishments. When they do that, what they're doing is they're using this system to shape people into who they want them to be. Do you see what I'm saying?
1: Yes, that's, that's the goal of the Mormon church, I'd say. Yeah,
0: trying to shape people's personalities to be more in I mean, line Christ-like. with what they're shooting for, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I suppose.
0: If you don't agree then correct me. Like how do you feel about it?
1: Well, cuz the entire point of the uh, of the of life from the Mormon's perspective is to become more Christ like. So it makes sense to have this kind of like we want you to act like this. You're supposed to act like this. You're supposed to think like this.
0: Okay. And where do you get the ideas of christ-like like Like, where do where who provides information about the best attributes the best way of living the best things to do is it um i I guess it comes from the holy books right like the book of mormon pearl of great price and all that stuff
1: uh yeah basically
0: doctrine uh, uh, about how you're supposed to act and think and stuff right Mm
2: -hmm.
0: so let me ask you this then uh with all that being said Do you see how Jehovah's Witnesses shape people's personalities to be what they want them to be?
1: I do see that, yes.
0: Do you see that as a good thing or a bad thing with Jehovah's Witnesses?
1: To the extent, yeah, I'd say it's a negative thing.
0: Do you... Why is it negative for Jehovah's Witnesses?
1: Uh, oof because of the adverse effects it seems to have on individuals who think differently. Mm.
0: All right, here, I I just pulled some, I pulled up another document. There are different types of influence. I'm sure you've probably seen the video that I made about influence, but there's, um, there's destructive influence and there's constructive influence. If somebody... Or if if a person, a leader, or an organization is trying to encourage free will and critical thinking in you, or if they're trying to encourage you to use your own conscience, or offering you unconditional love, uh, that's an example of constructive, healthy influence. But if they're offering you conditional love, if they're trying to base, uh, if they're trying to make you follow doctrine instead of your own conscience. Uh, Or if they're trying to encourage dependency and obedience instead of free will and critical thinking, that could be considered destructive or unhealthy influence. Do you see the Mormon church doing any of that? Like, do you see them encouraging people to live by the doctrine and become more Christ-like, or is it them encouraging people to live the way they feel is right Hmm. based on their own
1: conscience? Well, I suppose I come from a very, a more relaxed ward where I hear a lot that you have to come to your own conclusions. Mm. I mean, I'm sure they have, they want you to come to the conclusions that the church has set up, but I do hear that it's something you need to think for yourself about or like
0: Okay. So
1: um
0: uh, just a couple of minutes ago we were talking about being more Christ-like and things that's that is kind of what they're doing, right? They're kind of trying to shape your personality into what they want it to be, aren't they?
1: Uh or... yeah, I suppose so. They're providing that example of how they see Christ, and they're providing you with a way to become like their example. Hmm. is how I see it.
0: Okay. Interesting. And you see on the bite model, the methods that they're using to get people there, right? with uh, encouraging dependence and obedience. They're uh, showering you with praise. They're teaching emotion stopping techniques to prevent homesickness. Uh, They use loaded language and cliches. Um, They're, uh, let's see, what else? What other kinds of things are they doing that that we discussed. Um would you be okay would you do you think it's fair to say that they restrict or control sexuality at all?
1: Oh, very much so.
0: Okay. That's that's another thing on the on the bite model. Um and you know, I've been pretty I've been pretty careful about the whole exploit you financially thing because I understand that there are other more extreme groups out there who do it worse um but you know that that is there and that that is something to think about you see how they're they're using all of the same tactics as jehovah's witnesses are and as heaven's gate used and jonestown and a lot of these other groups do you see how mormons are using those tactics
1: i I see them using those uh, tactics, yeah, I suppose, but...
0: I I know that, let me ask you this. Do you feel like it's right for them to use those tactics? I'll just leave it at that. Do you feel like it's right for them to use those tactics?
1: I'll say some yes, some no.
0: Okay. Why? Why no on some of them?
1: It's not right to be controlling things like people's sexuality or like things like the uh, financial exploitation, I suppose is mm. some people really need their money and you're, you're making them pay 10%. That's a lot for somebody right. living like paycheck to paycheck. So something,
0: uh, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: Oh, what's, no, I keep going.
0: I was gonna say that something that you, you, you're focusing in on individual things and certain individual things, specific things like this, uh, aren't great. They're not great, that's true. Controlling people's sexuality, that's not great. But taking all of these things combined isn't just, it's not just about exploiting you financially. It isn't just about controlling your sexuality and things like that. These things on the BITE model are used by every single cult in in one way or another, to some degree or another. And the end result is influence they're influencing you to have this mask this personality that they want you to have um do you ever worry that you, you seem to be keep, kind of keeping it at arm's length to some extent do you ever worry that it's going to that you're just going to find yourself with the cult mask or do you ever wonder if maybe they're influencing you to a degree that you just you know you can't stop it like it's it's happening currently right now and at some point you're just not going to care either way what what you have to do or what you want to do do you ever worry about that or do you think it would ever happen
1: i mean it has happened mm. where I, I left i told you i left the server yeah. for a bit because i swung like way into mormonism yeah uh, and I think that's part of the reason why I keep so active on here is that I want to make sure I have a balance, mm. and this uh, the server provides me with that. Interesting. But keeping it at arm's length, uh, it's been—I mean, it's been nothing but good for me.
0: Right. Interesting. Well. I think that's about the end of our time. I I appreciate you talking to me about it. I actually intended to just talk to you for like five minutes about it, but it, it ended up going a little bit longer. So thank you for talking to me about it.